This is an exclusive presentation of WoWo 1190 AM and 1075 FM, Unholstered, giving you an in-depth look at all the stories, events, and topics that show how our officers serve and fight for our community every single day. Hey, good morning, WoWo land. Welcome on in here to Unholstered. Happy holidays, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, all the things. <laughs> uh, if this is your first time tuning in to this program, my name is Kayla Blakesley. I host a radio program here in Northeast Indiana uh, during the week and on the weekends, I host Unholstered alongside Sophia. Good morning, everyone. My name is Sophia Rosales-Catina. I'm a captain with the Fort Wayne Police Department and welcome to Unholstered Holiday Edition. Yes, it is all about <laughs> the holidays here today. We're actually gonna specifically talk about holiday crime prevention. Uh, but just a quick note, like I said, if you're tuning in for the very first time, I represent the media. Sophia obviously represents uh, the police department with being a captain with our Fort Wayne Police Department. And really this, the goal of this program on Holstered is to talk about a lot of the content within our police department, uh, within uh, the departments for our first responders that doesn't often get talked about, especially when it comes to the media. Yes, I'm dogging on myself here this morning. Uh, but Sophia, today is all about all about holiday crime prevention, which obviously because the holidays are upon us. And I'm just curious, out of the gate, are there certain crimes or incidents that you see just like skyrocket numbers-wise around the holidays? Well, I wouldn't say they're skyrocketing, but we just have more incidents that we do have. We've, thefts from porches for packages have always been a big thing throughout the year, but Obviously, with the enormous amount, especially this year with the shipping with the shipping delays that we're seeing for stores, more people are going to online, so they're having things shipped to their house. So you'll see an increase in thefts from porches of packages, things like that. And then always a big problem throughout the year is thefts from vehicles, people leaving mm. things in open view, um, people taking that crime of opportunity to break a window, bust a lock, or even go into an unlocked car. I'm glad you brought that up because... And I don't know if you remember this, but I want to share something that you said probably like eight or nine years ago. I don't even know if you remember saying it, uh, but you were at one point the public information officer for the Fort Wayne Police Department. Correct. So naturally, you and I would have conversations, interviews about local crime, things happening in the community, so on and so forth. And we were interviewing you at one point, and it must have been around the holiday season, but we were talking about folks leaving packages in their car or just like laptops, electronics, cell phones in their cars. And you said something that really struck home with me and I have taken with me over the last, again, this was eight or nine years ago, I don't know. But you said when it comes to leaving things like that in your car, you said, don't give them a reason, meaning them are implying them as in, you know, thieves. Don't give right. them a reason to break into your vehicle. And I thought that those are really good words of wisdom. Right. I mean, you know, we can all say, you know, they shouldn't just break into cars. Yeah, we should. They shouldn't matter right, what I leave course. there, but it does. Yeah, but I mean, does. we have locks on our homes for a reason. We have locks on our cars for a reason. But we don't want that crime of opportunity to come up for someone just walking by. It's like, hey, I think I want the, that shoebox that looks mm -hmm. like Nike Air Force Ones that I've well, been looking for. There's lots of packages in that no, car. Yeah, I'm get that and, one. Yeah. So in, in what even drives me more bonkers is people that leave their cars unlocked with numerous items inside, including firearms. So that's a huge issue. Um, last year, we had 1,629 uh thefts from vehicles reported. This year, okay. we've surpassed that already at 1,745. Do you think some of that is correlated to uh, to straight-up boredom from COVID and from the pandemic and folks? You know what I mean? Sometimes, I guess when I think of car thefts, I actually think of young people doing this out of strictly out of boredom. 
Well, it's not just young people. We've we've caught people that are you know thirties, forties, or forty year olds doing these kinds of things. I think it's just a crime of opportunity, and yeah. then just you know. Gosh, you can get a lot of stuff from cars if you just walk through neighborhoods and, and hit unlocked cars. Um, and if you're going to leave your car unlocked, no problem with that. Just don't leave stuff in it yeah. that's going to be stolen. Um, if you don't mind your change jar being stolen from your car, then leave it unlocked. You know, if, if that's your key because you don't want a window broken or a lock broken. Don't give them a reason. Right. Just, I loved when you said that, and I'm going to keep hammering at home today. <laughs> well, I'm glad someone was listening. <laughs> I did. I listened. I Clearly, I mean, again, it was eight or nine years ago, and it stuck with me this long. Something else that you brought up um, was porch pirates. And I know that you are usually our st- statistics gal on this show, but I actually was doing a little research prior uh, to you coming into the studio today. And according to the uh, National Neighborhood Watch, I, and I don't know how accurate they are for you guys in terms of with the police department, Uh, But they said roughly 24% of Americans have had a package stolen at least one time. So that wasn't even counting folks who maybe have been hit more than once. And that was data for 2019. I would imagine that number has gone up since 2019 because of COVID. And now, like you mentioned, the shipping delays. But is that a big problem as well in the Fort Wayne Allen County area? We haven't seen a huge increase. I mean, the ring doorbells and and, uh, nest doorbells have really kind of really tampered that down a little bit. And I know most people in most houses, including my own, I mean, you have cameras all over, right? We're living in a camera society where even if you don't have one, your neighbors have one and they're pointed in your direction. You know, your neighbors, neighbors are doing a really good job of keeping their neighborhood secure because they're teaming up with other neighbors and kind of pointing those cameras so that they have a 360 degree view of everyone's house and property. Uh, which is not a bad idea. I mean, just make sure you're friendly with your neighbors. They're not some creepy guy or something. Right, right. <laughs> but, you know, that's a good idea of neighbors working together to make their neighborhoods safer. And, you know, my neighborhood's the same way. Yep. I mean, peop- I talk to my neighbors, get to know them. If you're getting a package delivered and you know it's maybe a high-priced item, you know, get with a neighbor who doesn't work and have them, hey, because you can have those text alerts sent right to your phone mm-hmm. when that thing is delivered. And, and they're pretty spot on. Within a minute of getting a delivery, I usually can get a text response. Same. And if I'm getting a, something delivered, my mom's retired, I'll have her go to the house and she'll wait there for the delivery um, so she can take that inside for me so it doesn't get stolen. I mean, you need to take precautions like that and don't just assume that people are good, upstanding people. Most of them are, but we have a segment of society who just prey on people's, I guess, good characters and good thoughts of that everyone's like this. And unfortunately, because those are the ones that we end up talking about. It's like greasy wheel gets the oil, as the saying goes. Yeah, And it's a small amount of people. It really is. I mean, I, I know the media makes it sound like everyone is, is, you know, losing packages off their front porch. But it's not, it's a small, it's, it's a small number, but it's, something we need to be aware of and something we need to take steps to deter. I think the neighborhood approach is a great step. We actually do that in our neighborhood as well. We are great friends with our neighbors. We're always helping each other out with packages. In fact, our neighbors just got married. So they were getting packages left and right, <laughs> right. constantly blowing up my phone because yeah. I work a unique shift during Monday through Friday where I'm home in the afternoons. Yeah. So I can always pick up packages for our neighbors. But kind of to that point, we also have a Facebook group in our neighborhood. Whether, you know, in car, car thieves is a great example or our mm-hmm great example uh they were going around hitting our neighborhood and so it was on our facebook group saying hey just fyi and in this case it was some younger kids were going around looking for unlocked cars and but so i think that constant communication 
with your neighbors is a really good point. Yeah, and there's like there's also neighbor apps on I think the, the neighbor what is it neighbors? Yeah, my mother-in-law does that. Yeah, and that. you could yeah. subscribe to that and you could hone in on just your own neighborhood so you can get up to date. People post things all the time and there's coyote postings. Yep, like you have small yep. animals. I mean just things to be aware in your community that are happening and I think it's a good thing. People are communicating that way and I think it's really good. Something else that I think is important, especially this time of year, is obviously shopping. And I know we mentioned when it comes to leaving packages in your car. uh, But when it comes to shopping, you know, just anything from where you park your car to what time of day you're shopping. I mean, do you have some some thoughts to point out on that? Sure. I mean, there's a myriad of things we can cover here. But most importantly is your personal safety, you know. Packages can be replaced. Items can be replaced. You can't. So I want you to take extra steps, especially females out there shopping. If you're shopping with your young child like you've done, you know, with your back turned, putting him in the car, you know, I want you to be parking in a well-lit area. Obviously, the hours of daytime are getting less. So we're seeing 5 o'clock roll around. It's starting to get dark. By 530, it's dark. So if you can, if you have small children and you can do it, you don't have that job, you leave it five o'clock, go shopping during the daytime, especially if you're having a younger child. Go shopping in pairs. Pick a friend up. Go with someone else. Um, It's always nice to shop with someone else, too, unless you're buying them their gift. (laughs) But don't do that. But, you know, it's always nice to shop in pairs. That way you can keep an eye on each other. Um, I, I like shopping in pairs. I mean, sometimes it's not always possible. Uh, but I, I do too. I Sophia. want people to too. be safe, yeah. and especially, like I said, you are not replaceable. Your packages are. Um, with, but saying that too, use common sense. Mm-hmm. So when you're going inside the store, please use a crossbody bag, ladies. Have it around mm. your person. Don't leave it in your cart. You know, I, I oh, I'm guilty <laughs> I'm of that. Guilty sometimes, you know, I'm not thinking. I'm like, and then I see it, I'm like, oh, I put it on or something yeah. like that. Or my daughter's pushing the cart. Does so that happen she's... often of cases of like, because I am so guilty of putting my purse in the cart. I mean, does that happen where someone comes up and swipes that? Or it does. That We've had instances of that happening. We've had instances in the parking lot of people driving by, running out and grabbing someone's car- purse and taking off in a car. Um, so if you can use a crossbody, if not, put a wallet in your pocket yeah. and just don't take a purse. I know I'm also sometimes. famous for doing that. Yeah, I do that yeah, that's an easy way to remedy that situation. You but know, then you, you got to hide your purse still in the car because, again, don't give them a reason. Or don't take your purse at all when <laughs> yeah. you're shopping. I know that's hard as a lady. You know, I, I got stuff in my purse I need. You know, yeah. I'm like that mom with tissues and yep. sanit- sanitizer wipes, all those kinds of things you need for the day. But if you if or take a backpack, you know, a small little backpack that you can carry on your back. Um, just just things to prevent someone from easily taking something from your cart. You know, and I think it's so important. We talked about this. We had on a um, firearms specialist, jeez, uh, probably a month or so ago, Mike right. Vanover. Mike Vanover. Um, mm-hmm. I definitely encourage folks to listen to that one if you're um, new to owning a firearm. Maybe you get one for a gift. I don't know. Or buying one for the holiday. Who knows? But definitely listen to that episode um, anywhere you can download uh, the podcast of Unholstered. But when talking with him... You know, I have just become, and you mentioned it kind of as well, I I recently had a daughter, she's one and a half, but I have just become so acutely aware of my surroundings, more than I ever was prior to having her. And and you mentioned it, for for folks who are shopping, who have to go shopping with their kiddos, I know that's not always the most enjoyable experience, (laughs) but there is that moment, like I said, when my back is completely turned as I'm clipping her into her car seat. And so I am constantly, I mean, I take forever to clip her in. 
because I'm constantly looking over my left shoulder, looking over my right shoulder, clip, lift, look at my left, look at my right, grab the sippy cup, you know, just constantly right. uh, taking in my surroundings. And I, I, especially when you're talking about the purse, I actually did just recently switch to a book bag as well. So my purse wasn't just kind of hanging off my arm or a lot of times I'll just set it in the front seat and then go to put her in the car. So I think those are all really valid, especially for our parents out there running all the errands and the hustle and bustle with their kiddos. Yeah, it's really difficult. And, you know, unfortunately, we have people in our segment of our society, again, all state, who prey on people. Yeah. And that's their that's their life. They just prey on others. So we just want everyone to be safe, especially with children. And watch your kids in the stores, too. We have not had incidents here. Um, there's been a lot of, you know, Facebook uh stories that have come in about people trying to kidnap people at the mall. Those have all been fake. We would certainly come out with an announcement if that was those things were true and if those things happened. But we have seen in other states where people have taken kids from the actual store or tried to. So just keep a hold of your kids. Watch your children. I mean, I've seen people out and I... You know, it's a good thing I'm a good person because I see people and their kids are wandering off and yeah. they're just consumed with other things. And I get it. You know, you can't always be on guard, but you need to be. You need to watch your children. Um, if you need to get that, I hate seeing it, but I understand it because kids can walk away when we're not looking. You're not about to say the leash, That are leash. You, you yes. are. Oh, uh, I know. Sophia. I know. <laughs> it, it just, I'm. I knew it was coming. <laughs> it's awful to see. Did you it, put your kids on a leash? No, they were too old. Okay, fair, fair. <laughs> I just got them. They were 11 or 12. They listened. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I see the little kids, and I see them walking away. And, if, you know, if if you can't have eyes on your kids, you know, bad things can happen. Yeah. And they have, while they haven't happened here, you've always got to prepare for the event that they do. I say that, and I laugh about it. But watch, in a couple of years, I'll be the mom totally putting her child yes. on a leash. <laughs> Once when your daughter's happens, able to walk away and yes. run away from you and when you're When that shopping. happens, I'll be sure to send you a pic and, and say you were right. What yeah. I think something else that is just so wildly important, we had a whole episode on it last week, and that's impaired driving. And once again, yeah. I would encourage folks to go listen to it. In fact, it's it's our number one downloaded podcast so far here on Holstered, on Unholstered. That's how good it was. Yeah. Um, we talked a lot about checkpoints and what is and isn't allowed through those checkpoints. Um, but just in terms of ho holiday impaired driving, do you see that go up around the holiday season as well? Unfortunately, we do see it go up. It's just a lot more opportunity for alcohol in the amount of people drinking at one time. So holidays, you know, I just went to a holiday party last weekend myself. Luckily, it was just a few blocks from my house. Um, but, you know, I was there over five hours. Um, so I, I had an opportunity and I, I, I measure my drinks with a glass of water or a can of water. Uh -huh. So it's drink water, drink water, drink water. Um, and then food as well. So I, I was fine leaving. Um, I made everyone else was fine. There were a couple of people that Ubered home. They had already made plans to do that before they even got there. So Can I ask you a personal question? Sure. Are, I mean, because you are a captain with the Fort Wayne Police Department. <laughs> yes. In my eyes, you're kind of a big deal. So, you know, when you do go to a party and you're there with your friends, are they a little skittish around you? Like, oh, we got to watch how much we drink because Sophia is here. Do you ever run into that? I'm just, I'm just curious on a personal level. They don't. I think a lot of my friends already know me. They know I'm not going to allow them to drive. Yeah. Um, and we do. I mean, you know, my friends are I have regular civilian friends and then I have cop friends yeah. and they are intertwined. So. Uh, okay. My civilian friends know my cop friends because my cop friends are so close. And 
you know, my circle really is small, my inner circle. Yeah. I have a lot of people that I know. I have a lot of acquaintances and a lot of people I do call friends, but my close inner circle is pretty small, but they all intertwine and they're civilian and police friends. And we all watch out for each other, not only with drinking, but also our mental health. I mean, I watch out for my friends and they watch out for Especially me. Especially around this time of year too. That's it really is. It's very topic. stressful. I just got a text from a, from a friend of mine in, in another city and she's like, I'm overwhelmed. And she lists all these things that are going on. And I'm like, well, how can I help? So I'm going to go down there next week. We'll have lunch and uh, oh, we'll wow. kind of walk through some stuff for her. But you know, you have to be your friend's keepers. We have to look out for one another. That's how we're going to get through everything in life. So I just want to encourage you, if you have friends, just check on them. Yeah. Even if you haven't heard from them for a while, just check on them, especially this time of year. An interesting point that was made, too, uh, last week during our impaired driving episode, and you you kind of sort of were talking about it and mentioned it there, just this, this way you can monitor your cocktails. Because what I think is important, too, as as a member with the police department, you're not telling people not to drink. No, absolutely you know? not. I mean, and, I drink, so our, I would never do right. that. <laughs> and our lieutenant who was on the air with us talking about impaired driving yeah. last week was sharing tips on how you can actually monitor your alcohol consumption. And kind of like right. you just said there, it's like, yes, I might have a 16-ounce beer, but then I'm having a 16-ounce glass of water. I'm eating something. I was there for five hours. And, again, I know we touched on it last week, but for folks who maybe did miss that, can you kind of re reinform folks on that because I think they're great tips. Sure. So we know that for most people, when you drink a beer, it's going to hit a 0.03. So you'll be a 0.03 after a 12 ounce beer. So monitor that. If, if it's 0.08 is the limit, right. three beers in an hour is going to put you near or over that limit. So just figure that out for yourself. So if it's a 12 ounce beer, I think it's a two ounce shot per hour. Okay. Or, or we'll put you at 0.03. So three shots in an hour, I would You're gonna I would over. say that's a lot yeah. anyway, because it's harder liquor, it's going to be more concentrated, depending on the booze, too. So some of them are less proof than some others. Um, so I would stick to maybe a shot an hour, if that's what you're going to do, or one drink, one hard liquor drink an hour, um, or a glass of wine. So it's a, beer is usually 5 6%, unless you're drinking you know, the craft beers. Those mm -hmm. can be upwards of 12%. Um, it's definitely probably hard to pinpoint an average then because it of is. the varying types of alcohol. Yeah. Body but, size, uh, male first, female. Yeah. That would get challenging. It would. So I would stick to one, maybe two an hour. Um, and then over the course of time, make sure you're consuming a little bit of water in between and some food. If you're not having food or water... You're going to be in trouble. I'm telling you guys, yeah, you've got just, to listen to the episode last week. It is not worth it. it no. It no. really isn't. If you're talking a $10,000 fine by the time it's all said and done not fine but you know by the time you pay your lawyer yes, and all the, all the court fees costs that are and all the fees it, yeah. associated with you're talking looking anywhere between six and ten thousand dollars and maybe some jail time and a suspension of your license I, it's just not worth it it's not worth it to me i mean i told you that one time i was at an event and i'm drinking and i go out to my car i'm like oh i can't drive <laughs> you know i just got promoted i don't want to lose this promotion or my job right. and i don't want my name in the paper for sure over something like that right right um so you know for me it's just I weigh what my options are. Can I just call someone? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 
Um, if I, if you're going to partake in, in booze like that, have at it. Drink all you want, but just make sure you have a ride home. Especially in, in this day and age where we do live in this world with Ubers and Lyfts, and you can still call taxis yeah, as well. it's so you know, easy. Holiday so Taxi will yeah. be starting. Now you'll have to That's wait true. a long time, that. but Holiday Taxi will be starting here pretty soon, the next few weeks. Um, Uber and Lyft is not that expensive. No, If you can not. afford to go out and drink, you can afford an Uber. Exactly, Sophia. You need to put that $20 for your yeah. Lyft ride home on your bar tab and just know, okay, I've got to set aside this amount if yeah. I'm going to need a ride home tonight. Right. Um, and make sure if you're having a party, you're not over-serving your guests yeah, well, as well. Yeah, and make sure that you, they're re- ultimately your responsibility. Uh, civilly, they're your responsibility. If something should happen, they that could come back on you civilly. So... Just make sure you're not overconsuming. You hear that, tall my friends listening right now? <laughs> right. Don't overserve Kayla this holiday season. <laughs> Do you ever run into? I feel like so many people don't even use cash anymore. You know, everything's right. done yeah. with, with a bank card, a debit card, a credit card, whatnot. Um, but I always think about folks too, just going to the ATM this time of year to get out cash. Maybe it is for the Uber ride, or maybe it is for, hey, I'm just going to run in here and grab whatever. Do you ever have incidents with people at ATMs anymore? We do. We have had over the, they're not a lot, but they do happen. Yeah. So obviously, if you're going to hit an ATM, uh, the safest way to do it would be in your car if you have to go late at night. If, if not, try to get there during the day. Um, time and make it a public. So I know, like at the police station, there's a there's an ATM right inside the police station, so in the lobby. Oh, okay. So you know, make it in a public area. Go if to you're going to a gross grocery store, they have ATMs, and I think Walgreens has them. Things like that, where there's people around. Um, avoid those areas where it's late at night and you're alone, and you have to maybe get out of your car to do it. That those are a little more dangerous situations. So just always look around, and even, people just pop out of nowhere sometimes. I tell on that note, though, it's it's not it's not going to an ATM, but getting gas. I leave for oh, yeah. work where, where I work about three thirty in the morning, so I re, like and I refuse to stop and have to get gas at three thirty <laughs> in the morning. So I will I will always fill up, you know, in, in an afternoon on my drive home or on a weekend, and like kind of like you just said. In the middle of the daylight, in a well-lit area, there are folks around. Like, I, I'm also just really super cautious about that also. Right. There's there's instances that happen. We haven't seen them here where, you know, even women especially will yeah. take you know, your credit card out of your wallet, go get gas, and there's someone around. They'll go in, grab your purse, purse. and yep. you won't even know because they're on the other side of your car. And, you know, if your gas tank's on the opposite side of where your driver's seat is, you won't even know that someone's entering your car. Yep. I've seen um, videos from other police station from other police agencies in other cities that have shown video of that kind of thing happening. So it does happen. It can happen. We just want you to be aware of these things that can happen. You know, also another thing is really big is scams. I mean, we have people calling you up and asking, hey, can I get a gift card to pay off this fine? I'm like, nobody will ever ask for that. I'm so glad you brought that up because that was also one I wanted to hit on. At least on my show, I feel like I've been talking about it almost daily. There's a new holiday scam. And once again, I hate to bring COVID into it, but COVID has really heightened a lot of these scams, has really used this pandemic as an opportunity to scam people. So you do see a lot of them around this time of year too then, yeah? We do. A lot of people asking for money for charities that don't exist. Uh, we have people um, calling you up and asking to, to for you to send gift cards or money to get people out of jail that don't exist or to avoid a warrant. This is a Social Security office. You know, Social Security office will never call you on the phone. Yes, exactly. Ever. <laughs> ever. That's never going to happen It's you. never going to happen. If you don't have officers at your door 
dressed, you can't see me dressed, but I'm in my full police uniform, or even in plain clothes, ask them to show ID. They should have a police badge with an, a police ID if they're in plain clothes. But if they're not showing up at your door or sending an actual letter from the sheriff's office, because it will always come from a sheriff's office if you have a warrant, not from our city police department. Now, city officers may come up for a warrant for you, but the letter is going to come from the sheriff's department telling you you have a warrant. There's always going to be a mailer first, uh, and then we'll show up if you don't turn yourself in for that warrant. And when in doubt, you can always call. Absolutely. Right? Call 911 yeah. if you need to. If there is if there is someone at your door and it's a police officer and you don't think that they're a police officer because something looks sketchy, don't answer the door. That's okay. Call 911 okay, immediately. Does that happen a lot too? People impersonating police officers? It, it happens more than I'm comfortable with. Ooh. I wouldn't say a lot, but we've had several instances of people, especially trying to pull people over. Um, we've had people with blue lights and people with yellow lights or weird lights, and people don't know what to do. I mean, pe- generally, people are good people. They don't know what to do. They'll pull over, and it it's just not right. So if, if there is an unmarked car pulling you over, in order for them to pull you over and issue you a ticket, there has to be an officer in a full police uniform okay. if they're in an unmarked car. Now, you can have a marked car like I drive off duty, and I can be in plain clothes, and I may stop you. Oh, okay. And you but don't have to be? I don't have to because I have a marked police car. But if you're in an unmarked police car, you that. have to have a full police uniform or call for someone else to show up that isn't a marked car. And that will happen. If if ever in doubt, put your turn signal on like you can identify the officer behind you, tap your brakes, put your turn signal on, and drive somewhere where you feel safe, a well-lit area, a gas station, a shopping center that may be, may be open or get on the phone with 911 if you think there's a unmarked car behind you and you don't think it's a police officer um, and get on the phone with 911 they'll tell you if it is or not because that officer back there they'll check is anyone trying to pull someone over they'll make the call on the radio and if nobody answers we'll wow, get someone great to advice. you I had no idea yeah, it, it happens a lot of times in more rural areas the city's pretty well covered I think most people know who we are yeah. um, even in the unmarked cars it's not hard to identify but but you know, those cars go to auction when we're done with them and people pull them buy them and then, you know, drive around and it looks like a police car. And some of them are just not right. Not legit. Yeah. 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 Not legit. Not right. And then they'll try and do some crazy stuff with those kind of cars. Sophia, we've only got like two minutes here and I want to give us enough time to preview what we're going to be doing here as we close out 2021. I cannot even believe we are approaching the new year. Um, But we're going to have a pretty awesome, I think, I'm really excited about it, opportunity with the chief. We are. Um, I wanted to afford the chief an opportunity to come on the show and talk about this past year. Um, it's been a really crazy year coming yeah. off of COVID. It's been a crazy going two back. years. Well, yes, it has been a crazy two years. But I wanted him to give half an opportunity to come out here and address the city and address the area um, and just give his thoughts on where we have come from, where we're going. So we'll have a two-part a show going on with the chief. We'll talk about this past year. We'll talk about the next year, what we in, uh, anticipate in terms of what we're doing, projects we're working on, things we're doing to make the city safer and better. Oh, I can't, I can't wait to do that. I can't wait yeah. to get him in here. I'm, I'm so honored that he's willing to make the time to come in here and really and do two episodes, essentially. Yes, yes. Well, you know. <laughs> so we'll have part one. I we'll have, have part two. Um, I, I do also want to point out Christmas Day is December 25th. It does fall on a Saturday, which is yeah. when we do our show. Right. So we will not have a show. We will not have Unholstered for you on Christmas Day. Uh, but other than that, in terms of holiday program, 
We will be here other than that throughout the holiday. Your town, your team, your topics. This is Unholstered. Thanks for listening to Unholstered. Be sure to subscribe to us on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you listen. And remember, you can listen every Saturday morning at 1030 on WoWo 1190 and 1075 FM. Podcasts by Federated Media.